Well, hello, and welcome to the Nice Things Commentaries, a little offshoot from our main podcast, Nice Things. My name is Paul Carmichael, and with me is tonight's victim, Michael Livesley. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. It's very sunny. It is. It's extremely sunny, isn't it's it? It's beautiful. It's the most gorgeous spring since 2020, I think. Absolutely beautiful out there, which is weird, because we're about to watch what I always think of as being a wintry programme. Hmm. For some reason, we'll talk about that. It's um, very brown and orange in my memory crossroads. There are a lot of dark colours. I think things that you could buy in industrial quantities to paint the sets. Um, right. And you get that. There, there was a green thing as well for a while where they had a green sitting room. And then the producer went on holiday, Reg Watson, he came back and they painted the other rooms green as well. And he's like, what the, why are you painting everything green? Well, well we had lots of paint. So they literally painted every set green for a while. It was quite, quite remarkable. Oh, it's a um, one, of, one of my first cars was a Datsun Sunny. Oh yeah, I got off a chap who'd had a stroke. I used to work in the ICI Recreation Club, and he had a stroke. So I know, and I knew you'd find that funny. And his wife immediately shouted around the bar, "You know who wants to buy a car?" So because uh, he's not driving anymore. So anyway, I got this Datsun Sunny, and my mum's boyfriend. It was blue. My band, yeah. my mum's boyfriend Barry. The man they call Barry, for some reason, decided, oh, no, it'd look better if I painted it with the floor paint out of work with a roller. Uh, so I had this grey hand-roller Datsun Sunny driving round town. Oh, no. I know, yeah. Um, was it a sort of a dull grey as well? Not even oh, it a... was horrible. It, and you could see it had been roller painted. Oh, so it was like matte rather than yeah, glossy? Yeah, yeah, oh. matte. Oh, no. Honestly, it was like... Anyway, there you go. So there's a little factoid for you there on you the uh, the um, utility of cheap paint. So, Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> enough asides. Well, so uh, to to the meat of today's meal, then, dear. Uh, so we were originally we were going to do a few other things first, weren't we? Um, especially we were going to do episode one of Survivors, which is just a stunning bit of drama. Have but we we're not here. That? No, no, we haven't done that yet. We did the first series, so we'll have covered the first app. Yes, but we didn't do one of these commentaries, I mean. Oh, yes, I see. Well, we were oh, going right. to. I'm with yeah. you now. <laughs> there you go. I'm with there you now. With there you we are. Now. It's good Friday, you know. It is, isn't I'm, it? I'm, my brain's not working till I've had me fish. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, no so, meat for well, me on the Friday, you know. Well, uh, unless, well, but you could get somebody to bless it for a certain amount of money and declare that it was a fish. Declare it a chicken or something A chicken, like that. that's right, yeah. Um, so. I mean, um, you know... The, my old granddad used to say that the only meat a priest ate on a Friday was none. <laughs> <laughs> so there you oh go. Oh, God, there you go. So, there's a, a good bit Friday the... even. I fucked that joke up, mate. Which, what, what? I fucked the joke up. How did you do that? I didn't say good Friday. You did? I, did I? I thought yeah, I said you... the only meat a priest eats on a Friday is none. Not good well, Friday. Well, yeah, but you'd said good Friday earlier. Okay. It doesn't It'll matter, we're, we're, we're drifting We are a little, right, so, yeah, so, of course, there is a bit missing off the video that you're all going to watch, so we're going to, you know, drop it in here. Um, so, let's just have a look at this. This is lovely, go on, let's have a... Okay. Uh, we've got a lovely old countdown. That mad doll picture. Mmm. There's all sorts of little things in those, and then off we go with this. Oh. Paul Pon. Uh. <laughs> Utterly magnificent. Now then, so what does that immediately make you think of? What programme? 
It's a game show. I don't know which. Okay. I'm sure it's a game show. Is it the Golden Shot, maybe? Maybe. I mean, I've got a very, very hazy memory of the Golden Shot. Was it on a Sunday evening? It was, yeah, with Bernie the Bolt. And they'd actually attra- <laughs> they attached to, um, what's it called? A cross thing. Bow. A crossbow att- attached to a camera, which just seems, it probably really? wouldn't do that now. It's absolutely brilliant. So it could yeah, be but that. it will be a game show. Did, did they do Who Done It as well? No, I think Who Done It was Yorkshire, I think. No, it wasn't. It was Thames. And um, was, Bullseye, it, was that not on on a Sunday night? I don't know when that was on. Because I've got this been... memory of either the golden shot or Who Done It on a mm. Sunday night, and it was bright sunshine. And I was stood on top of the shelter in the garden because we had this big World War II shelter. Every council house had one. Mm. It was this brick thing with a reinforced concrete roof. Oh, right. And we used to play on top of it, as you do. As you do. As you yes, do. I, I had a friend who had an Anderson shelter at the bottom of the garden. Never had, but Protestants had them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they did, didn't they? Did we? Well, of course, Why? because you owned your own homes. You wouldn't get we a council-built the... shelter. People built Anderson shelters in their gardens. Are you going yes, to say we but... didn't have a garden? Is that it? No, 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 no. But the council built our shelter. It was brick-built. Anderson shelters were for people with money who constructed their own. Well, you should have built your own like the rest of us then. Didn't need to. Council built one. Well, uh, were they any good? Well, yeah, it was brilliant. It was a really strong brick structure with a reinforced concrete roof. Well, this says an awful lot about the benefit system as far as... Well, I agree, dear. Absolutely awful. So stuff in it. Yes. Anyway, or it could have been bullseye, of course. Ah, was was bullseye bullseye? <laughs> oh, was bullseye, bullseye an ATV? Hmm. That was ATV, and right. it was Sunday evenings. I think the first first couple of series were ATV, and then Central carried it over. So yeah, it could be that. That's what I think of. I think of when I hear that logo, I think of my nan's house, my maternal no, my paternal grandmother who used to make these sandwiches they lived in old swan very exotic old swan sandwiches Uh, old swan sandwiches and she got these it was big big proper thick white bread butter sort of like introduced to it and smeared and then she got this ham christ knows it i mean she said it was ham could have been horse but on it goes big slabs of it out the tin have that yes absolutely tinned ham that's it, tinned we, ham. We used to go to the shop over the road from school for an Ooh. onion balm cake. <laughs> just a, ba- a buttered balm cake with onion on it. Just, right. <laughs> just that? Just onion. And the, and the woman in there, we called her Sweaty Hag. <laughs> and Sweaty Hag would make an onion balm cake. And after she buttered it, she mm-hmm. would lick the knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's five, quite something. Five, five p, five mm. p. Fair enough. And you got, you know, old lady saliva as a bonus. Yeah, you got sweaty hag saliva. I mean. Sweaty hag saliva. Fair enough. Anyway, well, listen. If she's listening, I hope she's well. <laughs> I hope she is too. How old would she be? Still licking now? that knife. One hundred and forty-four. She would be old. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we've got to we, we've got to watch this whether okay. we want to or not, and we do. So I'm, by the way, I am <clears> looking forward to it. Okay, that's good. I, I think this there's... is the first Crossroads I've watched since uh, that rubbish they brought back in the early 2000s. Idiots who wrote that. What kind of idiot would write that rubbish? 
There was absolutely nothing wrong with it. It was the most pop. It was the most popular show in ITV daytime. That's what that show was. It was the most popular show. It was the highest rated show. And then somebody, David Cameron, ring any bells? Well, oh, that studio looks like nice real estate. Demolish that, then, shall we? Here we are. Lovely. That's what well, happened you've there. You got to live your fantasy for a little while. About an hour. But yes. And Paul O'Grady was a big fan of it. By the way, we didn't mention oh, yeah. Paul O'Grady last week, which was unforgivable. So we shall. Uh, in the main, oh no, that will have already podcast. gone out, won't it? That's already gone out, so you can hear us saying that in the previous episode. And happy Easter Monday when this goes out. Oh, happy Easter Monday. So, um, cross. When did you last see Crossroads? Then I would have last seen Crossroads. Apart from, I don't mean the modern version. I mean the. Proper I would have last seen the one I really remember. Is it burning down? Mm. I seem to remember because I was a paper lad at the time. Yeah, I seem to remember the TV Times went with it. Mm. It was a big deal. No, it was a Christmas one with Noel Gordon on a cruise inside the TV Times. <coughs> there was a photo of her. Right, so what you've got there is you've got two little memories going on. She so, was in a boat. This is it. They burned the motel down, but that's on November the 4th, 1981, right? Right. Everyone watched that because it was a huge news story. It was in all the papers. It was everywhere. We watched it in our house. We didn't... Uh, uh, we wow. never put ITV on ever, and suddenly that night it was like it was a big thing. The telly channel was changed with a big knob on the back, kerchunk, and there's the third channel. I see your house having a sort of te- television cozy that was removed, like a cover. You remember in school the tellies, the video recorders had little jackets on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I see no, we your didn't... house having a uh, remove the uh, television cozy, <laughs> mother. <laughs> we had ornaments on it, certainly. There were ornaments, including things with water in, which never seemed sensible to me. No. But anyway, so it got changed, and all of a sudden, there's a TV, there's that logo we just watched, and I was like, what is this? This is a bit interesting. That and there we go. thrilling. Mother's put pornography on. Oh, it was. It was very much like that. It was quite yeah. a bit risque. And then, yeah. obviously, we uh, we said sorry to each other after watching it and went back to watch Look Northwest with Stuart Hall. Much more saintly. Anyway. Yes, well, safe pair of hands, Stuart Hall. Absolutely. So, listen, okay. let me just set this up for you because we are on episode 3,235. So, oh, a fair few so things... So, you catch ha- me up. Very briefly, but no, this is more things that I think you need to watch for. Okay, okay. so... Um, you've got uh, you, your opening setup is Jill, who's in it for the whole thing, and Miss Diane, and they've both mothers, but only one child's there, and that's Jill's real daughter in real life, who doesn't cooperate at all, <laughs> which I absolutely love. She's clearly got a line that she doesn't say, and Noel Gordon just starts laughing at that point. Lovely. There's a girl with a scarred face who lives in a Wuthering Heights sort of farmhouse, right? She's now had the scar removed, but she lives with her incredibly religious uncle, who's played by Ivor Salter. You'll recognise him. He's brilliant. Um, So you've got their storyline. You've got an awful lot going on with the police in various ways. We'll come to that later. Um, And then you've got Leonard. Now then. I want you to describe for me, dear, what is acting? Now, you can describe this as though you're talking to a two-year-old, or if you want to be flouncy, you can say what it means, what it feels like. But what would you personally say acting is? To a two-year-old? Or or to anyone. Just you say it however you want, as though just say... 
If it was a two-year-old, I'd say it was make-believe. Mm. And if Aww. it wasn't a two-year-old, what if we want to be, be a bit flouncy with the language, dear? Well, if one was being flouncy, it would be mm. an attempt to recreate someone's experience via their emotional journey and externalised with mannerisms and uh, personality traits. For example, a walk, uh, how they stirred their tea. I mean, oh, yeah. it depends how you know granular you want to get on what acting is. Mm. For me, it's convincing people I'm someone I'm not. Absolutely. So Leonard uh, is introduced in this episode. He is a man who has been briefly said, oh, you're going to be in this programme, you have to do acting. And he goes, I don't know what that is. And he's in it. He he does another f- sort of acting. Um, I think if when you watch him, oh, there's so much, but he, he's got that look of someone who's being caught wanking around livestock. Okay. You know, he's got, he's got that look. But then it's like he's gone through his script and he's put such close annotations in, like shrug, raise eyebrows, do this, do this. So you get this mechanistic performance from this weird-looking little man. It's beyond... It's beyond acting. Is it Brechtian? <laughs> no. It's n- I don't know what it is. Just you- a man in his pants. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, oh, is that Meyerhold? No, that's Meyerhold, dear. But ah, no. Okay. Right, so. I'll, I'll point, I'll, I won't need to point him out. So, if you're ready, you would have just seen the ATV I ident. I am poised. And I okay. Really ex- I am actually really excited to watch this. Well, I've chosen this, and you'll notice just at the bottom there, dear, Crossroads was normally 20 minutes a night. This right. one's This one's 24 minutes, but there's a special reason. Ooh. Is Ronnie in it? Oh, yes. Good. Oh, yes. Ronnie. Like Ronnie. Ronnie How's at the, the eyeliner end? on Ronnie? Oh, oh, on fleek, as the children would say. But it's this is something to watch for right at the end. There's meant to be a cheers but by the time everyone's going cheers, Ronnie's got a brandy and he's just like, slosh. Just, oh, it's lovely. But getting ahead of ourselves. So if you are ready and if you've got I the video at paused. home, lovely. So if you've got the video and of course the link is in the descriptions yep. and all that, then you'll be on episode 3235, shown on Christmas Day. That's Tuesday, the 25th of December, 1979. Christmas Day. Wow. Christmas Day. Christmas Day, 1970. I have a photo oh. of me from Christmas Day, 1979. Oh, it was a good one, wasn't it? It was a belter. I remember it being it a wonderful one. Absolute belter Christmas. I, I, I'd be here all day. My Auntie Margaret came up. Oh, wonderful. So it was nice. It's, nice. it's a good one. She married okay. an Austrian, you see. Oh. Mm. Interesting. That side of the family's like that, you see. <laughs> so if you're ready at home, and we are ready here, yes. we will say three, two, one, go. Here we are. And from this point to the commercials, it's live. They will not stop the tape. So there's Jill and her daughter. That's her real-life daughter, who they brought in quite a lot. There's Diane. Everyone fancied Diane. Everybody fancied Diane. Especially Benny. Oh, yes. So Jill's real-life daughter is there, uh, the result of an 11-month pregnancy. Ah. I've heard about this before. Yes, so there she is. Lovely Jane Rossington got pregnant in real life. They put it into the storyline. Lost, She lost the baby. And the producer said, would you mind if we just kept it in the show? "Uh, Okay. But then she got pregnant. 
extract the emotion from Oh, that. they would. But then she got pregnant again and they okay. went, oh, we'll just keep it in. So she had an 11-month pregnancy and there's she the She was result. gorgeous as well, wasn't she, oh, Jane Rossington? absolutely, yeah. Charlie's Angels hairdo on Miss Diane. Oh, absolutely. Big hair. I love I that big... La- you, yeah, big late 70s hair. However, here's some real star quality coming in, if you're ready. This is... Oh, no, we're not there yet. No, I've got oh, ahead of myself. Kathy Staff. Kathy Staff. Bloody hell. This is the girl who'd had the um, the scar, which has been Sick taken away. having the makeup done every day. Oh, yes. Or it but costs it's too much. It, yeah, so they got rid of it. You can't really, you can't see it at all, though. Terrible haircut. Why is she wearing a chemotherapy wig? <laughs> I know. So Kathy Staff was in it a lot. Kathy She'd Staff was it. awful. Oh yes, she do dreadful. six. She'd do six months on this, then she'd go to Yorkshire and film Last of the Summer Wine. Then she'd have two months off and back into Crossroads. Never out of work. Never. I mean, when she weren't uh, doing Last of the Summer Wine or this, she was probably making a living as a Frankie Howard impersonator, wasn't she? (laughs) Oh, there's a shot later you're going to (laughs) love. Right. Right. Okay. Leonard, what? Is this him? Here we go. And Q hand coming up. Leonard, move. Pleased to meet you. Awkward put. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. It's just. How's everybody? It's the. It's terrible acting. Oh, don't ask. I mean, all of them. I dare say it'll all be forgiven and forgotten by this afternoon. It'll be as nice as pie by the time we get there. He's mesmerizingly awful. Isn't he? He's it's the strangest performance I've ever seen. It's Who's the actress with the no more of a scar face then? So her name is uh, Karina Wyeth. She did a fair bit of stuff. Um so she's playing the sort of repressed Repressed character. She's a bit like something from Wuthering Heights. She's been locked in the house with the mad uncle since she was a baby. But now she's starting to socialise. But they hey, brought look, Leonard in. There Not you go. Causies. Yep. Now, this looks Iver, like Andram. Ivor Salter comes in. You'll recognise him. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. He was in so much. He was in Adam, Adam and Lives. Yeah. Now, this is a man. Here's a clash of acting styles. What, good and shit? Yes, because he's brilliant and he delivers this stuff like poetry. And then you've got Leonard there and you go, uh, look at him. He's looking at him like he's just splashed his pants there, Leonard. It's like, yeah. what's the look for? That makes it sound like he's too... Hello! No! No! (laughs) It makes it... Have my hand. Take my hand. No. Now these two... Lovely. ...are coming across as like Academy Award winners after that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Great actors, these. However, what you need for any Academy Award is, of course, 
You're going to need a star of the show, aren't you? Of course. Okay. And Q? Aha. In a fur coat, no less. Her own fur coat. That's not ATVs. That's hers. There were so many women who looked like Noel Gordon when I was Ooh. a kid. So many. Pat Phoenix like that, had a similar look, didn't she? That World War Two sort of stoic mm. ex-Ren, maybe. You know, mm. uh, digging the foundations. Sort of strong, upright, reliable. Absolutely. Ladies. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've got... The matriarch. Yeah, when it works, because you've got her and you've got Pat Phoenix and you've got actors like that who were in the war, acting through the war. And still, like... I wouldn't say pretty, but attractive. Strong. Attractive. They I mean, look Pat strong. Phoenix beautiful. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Noel Gordon, when she was younger, was. Now she just oh, looks see that. strong. And for oh, anyone you still who's... would. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She was, though, with Val Parnell. Right. For... Oh, oh, you mean, like, with uh, For 20 years, they were an item. You know. Uh, but... And there was an arrangement where he took them both on holiday, Noel Gordon and his wife, and said, um, I can only, I'd like to be with both of you. And they agreed. And so he had them both for 20 years, and then he fucked off with a different woman. Bloody hell. Yeah. It anyway, was well, Valpar now, I suppose. Yeah, we're options. back. I'd be telling Leonard to keep his hands above the table. I don't trust him. I'd be telling Leonard to get down the... So, the dole. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I think they're trying to bridle, shoe on in a sort of Emmerdale vibe with this. Yeah, well, this is they. They had a lot on the farm in the seventies. They had two different farm locations, so. But this has been more like a gothic horror storyline. This one, uh, uh oh, especially with him interfering with the patients. <coughs> If you know a bit, then. It's this, is, this is like... Do you remember the acting in... Um, was it look called Sea View? Yeah, oh, yes. But look at... Salter goes for it. He's very good here. See, the start process there. There you go. That absolutely is. Little flap. No, I think that was a little intake. Yeah, because that's the character slowly losing control. That's been going on for about two he months. He mistimed it then. Oh, yeah, probably. But don't forget, ah. since we first saw that first scene, they're still going live, just being cued in that set, in that set, in that the set. The costume's terrible. The jacket's too big. I oh, thought yeah. that when we were in the farmhouse, the uh, Karina's costume was oh, like, yeah. somewhat we'd have him work. No, absolutely. She was the best in this. She's so Lloyd. Core. Oh, yes. Core. Oh, yeah. Well, she came in for three months, which was a standard crossroads sort of thing. Three months. Then she went, and Ronnie started pining for her. So they were like, okay, let's get Sue back. So they brought Sue back. And from the moment she walks on that set, her and Ronnie are meant to be meeting for the first time. You can tell they're already at it. You can tell. It's like Tom and Lala, but more. Yeah. It's just more Ronnie's like, do it again now. He's a sort of Poundland Ronnie, isn't he? 
Hey, oh yeah. Oh, uh, and he. Oh. I hope. Another good old tradition, I suppose. Catching somebody off. <laughs> These days, she's that would superb. be. She's brilliant. She should have been These... called superb. Yeah. This but is lovely. Ron the style. Gay till he met her. Yes. And then he met her. He's not gay anymore. Yeah, she was gorgeous. Mm. Aye, aye. Alan Gifford, Canadian actor. Uh, he was in loads of stuff. He's in 2001. He's got a small part in that. He's good, though, as well. But, I mean, the old boy's really good. Oh, yeah. Proper. That was really good. Nice. Just the thought process is there. Well, I suppose, this uh, is this old, is rehearsed. Pro, eh? Oh well, yeah, but they they rehearsed each episode. Also, oh, it did get a rehearsal. Oh yeah, they oh, I did. I thought you said it was just like oh, I get. Oh no, it is. What they do is they had a rehearsal room. I'll explain this bit in a minute. They had a rehearsal room in the centre of Birmingham, which was directly over um, an abattoir. <laughs> so they used to rehearse in this big room. But the smell of decaying flesh was always coming up. They'd rehearsed there on a Monday, Tuesday and a Wednesday. And they'd rehearse five episodes. On Wednesday afternoon, they'd do full run-throughs in the rehearsal space for the producer and the director. Thursday, they'd shoot three episodes. Friday, they'd shoot two. No time for retakes, straight through. Well, that sounds like an easy week. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it, though? Oh, I'd actually like that though, wouldn't you? I'd just love it. Having no time to think about your life. Absolutely. Just working. I don't So know we've him. got now then what's worth noting here is this. Diane's here, yeah? So reporting Benny for Starkinner. Well, there she was. She was look gorgeous, Susan Hansen. But so we've seen her at work in a waitress's uniform on Christmas morning. Now she's back at home in her normal clothes, yeah? Yeah. Good. Okay, we'll leave that there for now. All right. Now then, this is wonderful. Happy Christmas. Hello, Rosemary. This is Rosemary Hunter, Ronnie's wife. Ronnie's wife? Yes. She's dressed as Cruella Deville, and she's evil incarnate, and Janet Hargreaves. Just listen to the way she talks. Diane's mother-in-law. How do you do? I brought you some news. Oh, yes. Later, then. She is Cruella. She's playing it like she's doing BBC Shakespeare. <laughs> she's, um... I'm not going to use the word Palmland again, but she's like a, a cut-price Fenella Fielding, isn't she? Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, she was criminally underused, Fenella Fielding. Oh, she was. Criminally oh, underused. There's, there's the little dots in the top of the corner. Oh, yes, we all knew it was time to... Have a piss or something when that yes. showed its... However, with it being crossroads, of course, we don't cut to a picture. We just superimpose the words and the actors. Oh, change your blocking and step. And we've got new blocking. Isn't that lovely? The two of them just did a lovely sort of like manoeuvre to get into position. They didn't move naturally. That was like camera blocking. If you go back and look, that's beautiful. The folding of the arms, though, was enough to give it motivation oh yeah absolutely you know it's a sort of status thing isn't it mm. and hold expressions 
Yeah, not too long and not too uncomfortable because That's it. that was a hallmark of this, wasn't it? Absolutely. Now we're back in straight away, part two. Here's your challenge. You've got one minute to tell me who this man is. Him? Yeah. You know him? Okay. You've watched his work Julie recently, Hartley, I think. Any ideas? Ooh. Yes, and gone. It's trickier than you might think. There's a lot of makeup normally required for him. A lot of makeup normally required. Mm -hmm. Are we talking Doctor Who? We are. Lovely, unnaturalistic dialogue whilst you think. People talking. I love that. You've got... I, I give in with the guy. Who is it? Okay. Uh, he arises to take control of the daemons. That is Azal himself, oh, Stephen really? Thorpe. Stephen Thorpe. Yeah. Thorn or Thorpe? Thorn. Thorn. Yeah. Yeah, who also then plays Omega in The Three Doctors. There he is. Let's listen to the voice. It's the baritone. It's lovely, isn't it? It's, it's, mm. it's rich and fruited. Reeks of mallard valves. Absolutely. Sort Beautiful. Dusty wirelesses. Yes. So the weird thing is, this one's 25 minutes instead of 20, and it's Christmas Day. Uh, and it's one of the first times Crossroads sort of keeps the storylines going as well as the Christmas stuff. So if you were to watch the 1974 Christmas Day, it's literally just a church service. And they they just rock up at the, at the local church and they film the whole service with Nolly in the fur. And there's a lovely moment where Ronnie Allen has to go up and read the Bible lesson uh, to the congregation. And you can tell Ronnie puts no effort in, which I love him for. Just no effort at all, including the moment where he goes, uh, thanks be to God. And that's it. It's beautiful. A lot of talking. The music now then. going on as well, like the Mantovani. Mm. So here's a Crossroads phone call. If the programme was running over or under length, then they'd make one of the phones ring and you had to pick it up and improvise a conversation till the floor manager did that, which meant we're back on time. Wow. <laughs> Trim phone. Oh, yes. George and Mildred, rich mm -hmm. people. So she's, the reason Rosemary was around is Diane is married to her and David's son, who's called Chris. Yeah. But they only got married so Chris could claim his inheritance and give Di five grand. Julia Hartley Brewer's still mm. rattling on. Still going. And it, it's lovely dialogue, but it's filler dialogue. It, it's just like, I think this would be a bugger to learn, this sort of dialogue. A lot of back and forth it's a long sentence to say with one breath though that one nearer your lung <laughs> oh, they can't stop so is this live still so when they got to part two they would have gone okay settle down everyone three two one 
part two, and they've got to take it to this the end. This went out credits. live. The Mac didn't go out. Li- no, no, it was recorded, recorded as, as live. live. Okay. Yeah. So, but it was. They didn't stop because I'm working my way through this um, box set, and I always check the VT clocks. And it's very rare that they go for a part one, take two, or a part two, take two. It doesn't matter. Everything is part one, take one. They get it right. Well, they do it. We loved Kathy's staff, but she was rubbish. Mm. Well, I didn't know her from this. I only knew her from Last of the Summer Wine. Great at comedy. Yeah. With Joe Gladwin. Oh. You'll notice there's no uh, outside stuff at all. It's all in studio. Leonard's car's just arrived. Oh dear, Leonard's back. I don't believe that. He's just been the police station to sign the register. Look at him, hands behind the back. He looks guilty. Look at his look. Look at it. He's got ladies' underwear on. Underwear. <laughs> oh, I can see the boom shadow. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, it goes across Iver's face there. Yeah, lovely. Well, if it's boom microphones you want, dear, we're coming up to something very special. It's organic. Oh, yes, it is. Organic telly. Mm. Oh, dear. Oh, what was the raised eyebrows? He does a little... Eh. And the very soon. Yeah. Ooh. Sleepy one eye open. <laughs> Leonard will be crawling up the trellis. <laughs> Again, played beautifully. We are both going to look like Leonard in about a week. <laughs> I don't think so. It's all right, though. We're coming up to something. Things are about to get back on an even keel. Here we go. How old is he there? 32. Ah, he's the There we go. There he is. Now it'll brighten up. Lovely Ronnie. With mad rosemary. In about four months, she shoots him because she um, develops schizophrenia. As as used to happen. And then gets better, no doubt. Um, Oh, yeah, she gets better. Look at the eye line. He's even got a hint of eye shadow on. Oh, yeah. That's a proper actor, fella. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. 100%. You love this guy, don't you? I... I... <laughs> I adore this man. How old are you here? Right, so this is 1979, so he would be, hang on, 48. No. 48. About three months off turning 49. younger than me. It is. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, well, you'll notice, first of all, Diane's come back to work and put her waitress uniform on. So uh, Diane... Kathy Staff's in a uniform. Kathy Staff is, but so's Diane. Diane was at home. So Diane... Was at work in the morning, went home, got changed, spent a bit of time at home, got changed, went back to work. Don't believe it. I can't, like, stop looking at the Christmas decks. It's just so 1979. But also, where's the music coming from? 
Oh, there's a jaunty angle. Oh, yes. They'll use that angle again Very in a minute. Witty. Yeah. Now then. Jammy Dodgers. How about a song from you, Meg? Because Noel Gordon's the queen of ATV and has to have her moment. K of D, please, John. <laughs> this. Now, this are you ready? Bizarre, oh, oh. This is about to become even more beautiful. Everyone having to stand there while Nolly sings. It's giving it's like, it a Vera Lynn bit. Oh, yeah. And if you're ready, come on, Noel. You're going to build it up, love. And let's come to camera two and break the fourth wall. Fuck off. This <laughs> is this is and off now, the chain, mate. Isn't it? And now we're going to get some interesting shots of the cast. Uh, oh, Noel's hands in the I'm way. The old girl's just like that. What's going yep. on? And then let's... let's. Why don't we stop on Kathy's staff and make it really awkward and just show how she looks. Oh. Are you ready? Let's hold that. Hold it. Hold the shot. <laughs> this is... People in it must have known it was absolutely bizarre. Oh, oh yes. I didn't know it was this bizarre. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Where, where's the drummer? Where's the oh, drummer? Where's yeah, the bass a, player? Yeah, yeah. They're all there. It's Johnny it's Patrick and, and his orchestra. Sandy's Who? there. Uh, Ronnie's not interested. No. Not Ronnie's at all. Ronnie's outraged, if you ask yes. me. <laughs> oh, she was awful. The round-faced waitress woman. Glenda. Oh, God <laughs> almighty. There's a song on Morrissey's first album, Viva Hate. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the name of it. Uh, and it's, Oh, Glenn, don't come to the house tonight. Um, and it's about her. Oh, right, I need that. Right, here's things to look for in quick succession, right? You're about to get a, a quick zoom out which is adorable, but in that zoom out, look at Ronnie at the back. He downs his brandy rather than doing cheers, and look at the right of frame. You should see two boom mics and a camera, okay? So we zoom out. Everyone's about to do cheers. Don't let Ronnie drink his drink. Don't let... Oh, he's downed it already. And where's the mics? There's the mics. That is absolutely bonkers. And there's the crisscross titles, which Did she have six... an album out? Oh, yeah, I've got it, yeah. Right. Noel Gordon sings. I mean, she's got quite a few. Six people to do these credits. Completely unnecessary, but six people to make these credits do that. I, I, I'm love. quite offended by that. By what? The song. Are you? Yeah, I'm really <laughs> offended by Noel it. Noel Gordon, Queen of ATV, does what she wants. What do you want to do this year, Nolly? Make a speech? Ooh, song this year, I think. Actually, Jack. Yeah. Little trio going. Oh, yeah. Isn't it one? Johnny Patrick and Johnny his Patrick music. and his music. <laughs> and he keeps going. The musical stylings of Johnny Patrick. Yeah. I remember that name. Ivor Jane. And three writers, because they just take, like, want to take the motel stuff, want to take the farm stuff, want to take Barbara, and they just write their own blocks. And then Jack Barton. Mm, interesting character. Why did it all go, like, to shit at the end? Uh, ah, it's brought it back. 
Well done. Well done. And the whole cast. Well done. We've done it. Okay. Bar. Look at that. Isn't that just. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Wow. There you go. Oh, yes. Special. (laughs) It's appalling. Absolutely appalling. I don't know if I can agree with that. I thought I was going to sort of be a neophyte. I thought I was going to come out of this. I'd have a Damascene moment and and get what you all go on about. Mm. You you... and Matthew Sweet and um, I think, well, Paul O'Grady certainly, but there's a lot of people into it on the Mm. internet, isn't there? That that guy you sent me the thing of, is it Ivan, you said? Ivan, yeah. He loves it. He loves it. He's watched uh, every episode on that box set, all 700. I'm only halfway through. I mean, the thing is, if I was to choose an episode to convert you, it wouldn't be that one. It's just that one's so rich. Because, well, let's talk about... You've got Leonard, right? You've got bloody Leonard. Leonard. Right. Leonard is astoundingly just awful. Mm. So I did a little bit of research on Leonard, which I'm going to pull up on the phone. I think you'll be interested in this. Um... So, uh, where are we? But So you've got that, but then you've got the musical number at the end here. You've got that. How I mean, can you? You know, um, before it's time, if you like, it predates Emma Dance by about 13 years, 14 years, maybe oh, 20 yeah. years. I don't know, but... Mm. Yeah. What? You're not, not convinced? No. Oh? That was awful. Oh, Okay. Uh, and no Benny, even. No Benny. No, Was he well, doing Benny. Panto? Um, Benny would have been doing Panto. Um, yeah, he'd have he'd have definitely been doing Panto, actually. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so there we go. So, um, what was the best bit for you, do you think? When it went off. Oh, now, come on. It's enjoyable. I, I didn't find anything I enjoyed about it, to be honest. It's endurance rather than enjoyment. Well, you've got you've got Leonard though. You must have enjoyed him on some level of just it's that man was things. allowed on television. I know that That's is noteworthy. That's shocking. Now then, he also played. Um, I can't find his name now, but he also played uh, in a feature film made in 1969, which was a skin flick called Hedonistic Pleasures. <laughs> Imagine Leonard in a dirty in a film porno. called. In, well, it looks like one of those, you know, where they made pornos, but you couldn't see it. You know? Yes, yes, right. I, I know the ones you mean. So that's what hedonistic pleasures seems to have been, um, and he's also in Secret Army. Okay, I can't remember him. Um, he's apparently in a series three episode playing. He... Go on. Is he in an episode of Arvida's Impact? I don't. Th- think so because... there's an awful actor who's similar looking to him right. uh, in the episode where neville finds a bomb on the bomb site you know an unexploded english bomb yeah um and and in the episode he's invited back to the house of someone he works with a german lad right who's just as dreadful as leonard Really? And similar looking. I wonder if they're the same guy. Well, this chap, okay, he is, he's called Tony Brooks. Uh, Tony Brooks. Um, have you got his IMDb? I have. I've got it right here. Have a look if he was an RV. I'm, I don't think it was him. No, okay. So what we've got... 
um, is we've well, he's in an episode of Testament of Youth, you know, the big World War One thing, um, but it, he's playing someone called G, the letter G. So I don't think it was a big part. No. Um, he's in an episode of Secret Army playing a German soldier in Series Three. So I, I can see him it, getting away with that. Yeah, but one line and getting shot, maybe yeah. something like that. Um, then he's in One Million ACDC, which is a skin flick... Well, I'll read you the description. A group of sex-crazed cave people are being harassed by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <coughs> While they try to figure out a way to deal with this threat, they have sex and eat a lot. So he's in that. I think I want to see that. Is it a large part? Ooh, I imagine so, yeah. <laughs> then, <laughs> then he's in Hedonistic Pleasures. Of course um, he is. Of course. Um, he does a play for today as a doctor in 1980, but Leonard Hobson in Crossroads is his last appearance on television until a short film made in 2004, so tw 24 years later, he's in a short film playing the neighbour in the acclaimed film For Fuck's Sake. For Fuck's Sake, it's called. It's called For Fuck's Sake. That's Leonard's career, though. That's how I feel right now. But you know what? Fair play to Leonard. Because he had a go. Well, he got hired, I mean. He, he got hired. I mean, this is, the, this, is, this is the thing. Because Crossroads was made like this, and because telly used to be made cheaply, you could get away with that. You could actually get away with this sort of thing, which is staggering. They used so many actors. They needed so many actors. They, even the ones who were a bit shit got a turn at it. I think that's amazing. It's a damn sight better than the stuff that's on now. There you go. Regardless of its craptitude. <laughs> that was bloody awful, Paul. It was absolutely... I cannot find a single thing I enjoyed apart from the Christmas decorations. Oh, the old boy. I like Ivor Salter. Yeah, he's good. No, no, no. The uh, Gifford, was it? The old... Oh, uh, yeah. Lloyd Monroe. He's a, a psychiatrist. Or, uh, he's a psychiatrist it. who happens to live in the village. I and like they need... Rosemary chewing the scenery. Rosemary's wonderful. Um... Oh, she's got she's got one where she comes in and Ronnie goes, what's the, the new perfume? And she goes, oh, it was sinfully expensive. It's just like, oh, that's the stuff. That's the stuff. Well, fear not. I shan't be encroaching upon your territory. That's definitely uh, the curate's egg crossroads. I'm, I'm shocked. I, I never, don't know. I don't dig those things. They just remind me of sufferance as a kid, like the cedar tree and all that other oh, drab melodrama. Oh, no, the cedar tree is lovely. Nothing happens and it's all on one set. Yeah, oh. I like stuff happening. I'm watching, uh, well, we'll talk about that elsewhere, but I'm watching a thing called Yellowstone at the minute, and that's really good. Kevin Costner. Oh, I don't like him. No, no you don't. I don't. No. You're not meant to. What, in anything? Because I hate him in everything he's in, like Tom Cruise. I hate him at that sort of similar level. I like Tom Cruise. What? What? No, I've got the wrong one. Not, I do hate Tom Cruise. Who's that one I really hate? Tom Hanks. Oh, oh, occasionally Tom Hanks no. is good. No, no, when? Well, there's a film where the th the thing the thing there, you know, where he's on mm. the island with the ball. That's a good film, right? That's just Tom Hanks for two and a half hours. So Tom if Hanks I don't like with the ball, if I don't like Tom Hanks, that film's not going to sell me to him, ah, is no. it? Just Tom no, Hanks. No. 
And he's in that film, Big, isn't he? Where dreadful. he's playing... Yeah. Um, dreadful. Dirty. Because, dirty and dreadful. Because he gets sort of... Suddenly he's in this adult body, but he's still 12. And then a lady lets him have a grow of her boob. I know. That film's wrong. If any film needs investigating, it's that one. However, it is the dream of virtually every 12-year-old boy. Mm. Yes. Let's be honest. Yes. So when we were children watching that, we were like, that'd be nice. Can that happen to me? Yeah, that's true. You know. And um, it didn't. Maybe it's because it didn't that I know. Still doesn't. Hate Tom Hanks and I'm bitter. (laughs) That's why. That's it. Um, Yes. Wow. There you go, dear. That's all I can say. 3,235th episode. Yeah, we've still got what? Not a tripe. Fourth. We've, we've got to get to 4,000... Is it 4,410 before the axe falls, I think? Well. <laughs> it must have well, made Lou Grade an awful lot of money. It didn't cost any money. That's why he liked it. <laughs> that's why he liked it, because it didn't go... And that's why, if you ever... You can't watch a run of it. You could, There's bugger all in the archive up till 1978. I think... The, they found episode 126, but before that, there was nothing from episode 1 to episode 495 just gone. Um, because it was just like, have we shown it? Reuse it. <sighs> yes. Anyway, there you go. I need uh, a sit down. I'm sat down. You're sat down? I I've, need to stand I've up after that. I need to go stand it. in the garden after that. Absolutely. Oh, I think, I think we'll convert you. Anyway, listen, we should... We should Leave it there. I think we've done a jolly good job on that one. Well, thank you, dear. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was unlike anything I've ever seen. You look like you've suffered. I'm it, honest to God. The <laughs> the shock of the song at the end. Yeah. When she just looks straight down the barrel of the camera and sings. Yeah. I just it's it's on one hand extreme admiration. Oh yeah. Because there's not even a shred. Uh, th- this is wrong. No, no, it absolutely not. It's just that was bizarre. That was. That was. Wow. Mm. I wonder oh, how yes. Pinter thought of it. I think he'd have loved it. Probably not. No, I would love to know Harold Pinter's opinion on uh, Crossroads. Just full stop. Oh, I'd like to know Joe Orton's. I think there might be something in the diary as well. He probably liked it. Probably did. Yeah. Kenneth Tynan wouldn't. I must check and see if he said anything. Probably not. Well, he'd have been busy at the National. Well, that's true. Yeah. Shouted at by Larry. Ah, uh, Larry. I love that in Robert <laughs> Stevens's book where Larry just absolutely unloads on someone like and destroys them at that party. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then he has Next to be to the cab shaking. Yes. He's like that to Stevens. I shall send him a, 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 a dozen red roses tomorrow. Uh, and he does. And he does. <laughs> That's the thing. He actually does. God love him. Oh, anyway. Yes. Well, yes, there we go. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Nice Things Commentaries. Um, and I'm sure that we'll manage to get round to another one. I rather enjoyed that. We'll do something, you know, better next time. Yes, please. What's that? That thing with Jim Davidson as a milkman. You'd probably like that. No, Bottle Boys. you're about Robin Asquith in Bottle Boys. Oh, is it Robin Asquith? Yeah. I like. I can still sing every word of the Bottle Boys theme tune. Absolutely not. I actually liked uh, the 
Jim Davidson sitcom. I can't think what it was called. I don't know if it was Up the Elephant and Round the Castle. It was, yeah. Where he played a, a, a limousine driver. Or he something. did one before that, though, where he talked to camera. I like that. I know the, the, there was one. That's the one hated. I like. The only uh. reason I liked Up the Elephant and Round the Castle was George Sewell and Harry Toob. Well, they're magnificent. Yeah, but there was the one. Like there was one sitcom. I don't know if it was at the Elephant or not, where he was hated by the cast, and there was a thing where he was meant to get his character was meant to get beaten up, and they got this young lad in, and they all slipped him some money and say, "Actually, crack him one," and he went in and he twatted Jim Davidson for them. I thought, "Oh, sorry, I slipped." Wonderful. Have you heard of a film called Colour Me Kubrick? No. I've not until the other week when somebody tweeted, I don't know who it was, somebody tweeted a scene from it with Jim Davidson, right, in full makeup, bleach blonde hair, at the top of a grand staircase, singing Lionel Richie's Hello, right? Miming or what? No, he was singing it. Anyway, singing it too. Now then, trying to remember the actor's bloody name, John Malkovich. And John Malkovich is in makeup and he's sort of doing this coy thing where he's looking up and... And it was like, I've got to see this film. So, Colin e. Kubrick, when they were making Eyes Wide Shut, one yeah. of the guys who he had working for him told him the story of the guy who'd been going around London saying he was Kubrick for decades because Kubrick right. was a recluse. Uh-huh. I'm the reclusive director, Stanley Kubrick. And it only came to light what this guy was doing when he signed uh, as guarantor on a huge loan for a gay bar in Soho. Bloody and then hell. this came to light. So Colin Kubrick is about this guy pretending he's Kubrick going around London and getting like money for film projects and stuff. And there's a scene in it with Jim Davidson serenading him and trying to seduce him. Well, I've got to watch that. I think that has to be seen. It's got to be seen. Oh, my God. Yeah. This yeah, isn't really a commentary now. It's slipping into a, a regular pod. Oh, it so is, we isn't should, it? We, yeah. should, um, we should stop this at once. We should stop it. Up. Anyway, so we'll do another of these very soon. In the meantime, we hope that you enjoyed the, oh, magnificence that is ATV's Crossroads. It's disappointing. It has its own... Charm? Stature. Okay. Stature. That is quite like anything I've ever seen. Oh, yes. Nothing, nothing is like it. It's just absurdism. Yeah, absolutely. There are cameras in that living room and Johnny Patrick and his music. <laughs> Magnificent. Anyway. I'm with Ronnie. Fuck yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, Brandy, slosh. There we go. Anyway, so we oh. hope you enjoyed our little delve back to Christmas Day 1979. We will be back again at some point with another commentaries, I'm sure. Until then, it's a goodbye from me, Paul Carmichael, and from Macaulay, Mr. Livesley. And goodbye from him. Oh, <laughs>